Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. Well, welcome to God Talk again. This is number two, and we're talking about warning or punishment. We're thrilled that you have found us. These are God Talks 10 Minutes, where we just talk about the character of God and some of the hard questions. And I think we're probably going to make about 20 of them, and we hope you'll just listen to them one by one and uh, engage with these questions about God. The first one we did had to do with John 10.10. 10. Thieves come to destroy, steal, and take life, but I came to give you life and life more abundantly. God is not a thief. So uh, we know that Satan has been telling lies about God for thousands of years. He hates God and he wants people to get away from God. Don't you spend any time with God. He'll take away your life. He'll uh, cheat you out of life. He's a thief. And Jesus says, no, he's not a thief. I know him. And Jesus comes down to show us what God is really like. So God talk. There's an old joke that says there were four men on an airplane. And this private plane was flying when all of a sudden the captain came back and he said, I'm sorry, but this plane is going to crash. It's not going to make it. We're going to have to jump. But we've only got three parachutes, but they're my parachutes. So he takes one and he jumps. The next man says, I'm the smartest man in the world. I'm studying for the cure for HIV. I'm studying for the cure for cancer. The world needs me. I have to have one. He jumps. Next is the pastor and a boy scout. The pastor says to him, young man, you take the last one and jump. I'm already an old man. It doesn't matter. I already know God. You take the last one. <laughs> the young man says, don't worry about it, pastor. The smartest man in the world just jumped with my backpack. It's an old joke. But the question is, does it really matter what you believe? As long as you jump <laughs> sincerely, holding on to something with all your heart, will that be good enough? And maybe something sincerity is enough. But when it comes to the end of the world and you have to jump with everything on the line, it does matter what you jump with. God does care about what you believe about him. Is God the kind of God who says, you better do what I say or else? And that's the question we want to have today. Genesis chapter 2 verses 15 to 17. In the Garden of Eden, God said, you can eat of any tree, any tree that you want except this one, the tree of knowledge and good and evil. If you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Was God threatening him with divine punishment? People talk about this Old Testament God all the time. Is this the Old Testament God? You better follow the rules or I'll kill you. Is he really that much different from all the pagan gods? You sin, you make the gods mad, then you have to give them offerings and flowers and food and money or sacrifices then the gods will change their mind from no to yes and bless you instead. Is Jesus our ultimate sacrifice to God? Otherwise, God would kill us. Is that the best we can do? Or is what God is saying here at the tree, God is a loving warning. I am the only source of life in the universe. If you disconnect from me, I will let you go. It's up to you. I will respect your choice but you will surely die. Not because God will kill you. 
But because it's just the way it is, if you disconnect from the only source of life in the universe, you will surely die. If you stretch the vacuum cleaner too far, as it always seems to be, the cord is never quite long enough to do the other end of the room. The cord will come out and the vacuum cleaner will go out. The TV will stop. I'm a scuba diver. If you go scuba diving and you take the regulator away, you're down at the bottom of the ocean, you will surely die. Not because the people in the boat who gave you the rules get mad. You broke our rules, we kill you. It's just the way it is. You can't survive down there without air from above. And you cannot make it without God. It's the natural consequences. There was a doctor, a friend of mine back in Chicago, Hinsdale Hospital. He's written a book about this now. He told me there was a little old lady who came in with her husband, and she was all sort of wizened up and just a frail little old lady. They put her into bed, and he came around and said, what can I do for you? And he looked at her. They'd given her some oxygen because she was blue. And now that she had oxygen, the oxygen was beginning to come back down. The redness was coming back and getting her color back. And he just guessed. He said, lady, you're a smoker, aren't you? Yes, that's what I need. I need another cigarette. Lady, we can't give you a cigarette here, oxygen everywhere. Oh, what did you come in here for? My eyes, my eyes had pus coming out of her eyes. And he said, lady, I'll help you with your eyes, but you need to go into the hospital today. You're going to die if you don't stop smoking. No, no, this is normal for me. Don't worry about me. Just take care of my eyes. He took care of her eyes. And he said to her, lady, please let me check you into the hospital. Look at you. You've got to quit smoking or you will die. She said, no, 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 I need a cigarette. They made her sign a release form acknowledging that she was leaving the OR, ER on her own wishes, against the advice of the doctors. And he said, I stood at the door. As she walked out the door on the arm of her husband, already turning blue again with no oxygen, he said, I was saying, please don't go, you'll die. And she was saying, I got to get a cigarette. That's the choice. And God says, if you eat of the tree, you will surely die. I don't want you to die. Please don't do it. But it's what happens. I'm the only life there is in the universe. Please make a good choice. It's natural consequences. It's never God punishing. Which means that if Jesus died in our place at the cross, either he was taking the punishment from God himself on his own son, or, and we have one part of God killing another part of God in this trinity, or we have God the Father and the Son together experiencing this separation, which is the natural consequence of what happens when you sin. It separates. You watch the movie, The Passion, by Mel Gibson, where they are beating Jesus. It's unwatchable, really. My wife just couldn't watch it anymore. And then at the end, the mother comes out. It's not in the Bible, it's in tradition. She comes out and she wipes up the blood. And I said to myself, how can this be? How can this whipping be from the Father, taking out his wrath upon the Son? The wrath that should have been on us is now on Jesus, but the mother is the one wiping the blood. The mother is more kind to us than the Father. It cannot be. We will talk some more over these God talks about what the cross means. Why did Jesus really have to die? But try to imagine this. A group of us go and decide we're going to go scuba diving with the sharks. I've never done it, but I dream about it someday. 
and you go down into the shark cage and they throw some meat out and here come the sharks around and you're taking pictures through the bars of the shark cage, but you're safe. Let's say we're back on the boat and somebody says, hey, I got an idea. I've heard some guys have done this. They throw some meat over there 50 feet away. The sharks will go over there and let's go in the water and get some pictures without the bars of the shark cage. Oh, that'd be great. How exciting would that be, your adrenaline rush? Our dive master comes over and says, are you guys crazy? I taught you better than that. Those sharks will kill you. They don't care about a few pieces of meat. If you're down in the water, you will die. Sharks will kill you. But these guys think, it's going to be great. Let's do it. It'll be all right. I heard other people did it. They begin to put their tanks on and put their gear on. The dive master doesn't know what else to do. He's pleaded with them. He grabs the tank and he jumps in the water. In three seconds, those sharks are all over him. They're ripping him to pieces. Blood is everywhere. We grab him and pull him back on the boat. Remember, this is a parable. And he dies. Now nobody dives with the sharks. They know. And at the funeral, they say, he died in our place. We were, we were going to do it. But he did it in our place. He died for us. That's what Jesus is trying to tell us on the cross. He took our sin. Not the punishment from God, but the natural separation that comes from sin. And he says, I hope you'll see this. Learn from this. Don't learn from your going through it. Learn from me going through it. Sin will kill you. The sharks will kill you. You will die. But you don't have to go through it yourself. You can learn from Jesus. He's our substitute. This is God Talk number two. We hope that you'll come back for all the rest of them. God bless you.